0: Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer. Visit our website, donnaedecom forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort. Together, let's make your podcasting vision a success. You're listening to The Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Eid, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spwv.co.uk. You'll find the sign-up form at the bottom of the every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. jump in to today's episode, I have a brand new quiz available. I would love you to go over and take it. It is at spwv.co.uk forward slash quiz. And this quiz is going to help you identify where you are on your client attraction journey. One of the biggest questions I get and one of the things that vendors find the most difficult is, how do I get more clients? How do I attract more clients to me? How do I get them booked? This quiz is going to take you through just four questions, four questions that are going to help you to understand where you are on your client attraction journey and what to do next. So go ahead, take the quiz. It'll take you less than a minute. It is at spwv.co.uk forward slash quiz. So today I am coming on to talk to you about showing your value. So let me just get my notes up so I make sure that I'm following along. Um, so we're going to be talking about creating a visual value for our clients. The question I got was how can I show value, my value to my clients so they don't come in with false ideas on pricing. Now First of all, I want to go back to like a video or a podcast, I can't remember which now that I did, based on that, where we talk about the fact that your value is not attached to your pricing, your worth is not attached to your pricing, you are not your service or product. Um, So I would emphasise that I would change that wording if you are ever thinking about how can I show my value. It's not how can I show my value, it's how can I show the value of what I offer. So that's what we're going to be talking about today and we're going to look at how your website, your social media and your systems factor into that. So oh, I thought I was going to hiccup then. So first of all, looking at your website, your website is your shop window and it is really, really important to have a website. If you haven't got a website, I urge you to get one. If you are in business, you need to show that you are in business and having a website is the best way to do that. Make it look good. Look at your competitors' websites and look at what you like, what you don't like, um, what you would like to incorporate into your website. I get that some people struggle with the tech side of things, but you really don't have to. There are so many templates out there and they are good looking templates these days that can have you um, creating a website that looks modern and stylish in no time at all. If tech is really an issue for you and you can't get your head around it, it's just too much, then get some help I highly, highly recommend Jude and Chris at Ready Steady websites if you haven't gone and followed them. They have a group on Facebook. Um, They give out tips weekly on Instagram as well. They are a great couple that can really help you to make your website work for you. They have template packages. They have bespoke packages. So go to them, see what they can do to help you with your website because I tell you something, I have seen so many bad websites and it's not to say that you're not going to get clients. Absolutely not. But if you are wanting to show value um, in your service and value in your work, then you need to put some time and effort into that yourself. And that is by showing a website that looks like it's cared for, Not a website that looks like it was created 20 years ago and has been left. And I have actually got a sample that I wanted to show you. Um, So let me just um, see if I can add this to the feed. Okay, so this website, if you see the the part in the middle, the screenshots of what this um, company has done, this company. Oh, sorry about that. This company, um, this is not their website now. This is what their website looks like in 2015. And it's not bad considering I've seen some much worse websites than this. This, I wouldn't say was a bad one, but I'm showing you it because it's an old website. And this might be where yours sits. So what makes it look older is this border that is around the edge of it, the colours Um, The fact that it has that sort of two tone background and the website kind of sits in the middle of the page. Now we have the wider screens and bigger screens. It's nicer if the website goes across the whole thing. So I'm going to see if I can actually go and show you what their website looks like now um, to just show you the difference. You can see also the font they used for their name is a very scrolly font. It's not very easy to read. They have lots and lots of buttons that you can push there um, to show um, social buttons. I would say that that is probably too many and you don't need to be spreading yourself that thin. Because the thing is, is if you have got platforms on all of those socials, you need to be active on them. And I would say that if you are a wedding ca- uh, p- provider, then you don't need to be on all of the platforms you need to be where your clients are going to be and brides they tend to hang out more on Facebook and Instagram so you don't need to be in all of these places now let me just see if I can get to that to change it so you can instantly see at the top there that the um, font has changed and if I click to here you can look at the difference of that. Let me just check that you can see what I'm seeing. Yeah, so this is so much better. It has this huge splash image. It's actually a slideshow, um, which you can do. This one works quite well. It's slow enough. It's changing and it's telling you what it's showing you, which is really cool. But it fills that space. It's still not full screen, full width of the screen. But because it hasn't got that border, it doesn't look... Um, old like the other one did they have cut down their social media so they've got the four at the top there that font is nice and clear you can really read what it says and the menu is nice and clear as well just four different items there to click on so it's nice crisp modern website so I would say that if your website doesn't have a similar look and feel to this one in respect of the the um The age of your website, if you have got lots of different images on your website and it looks a bit more like an Instagram feed, but back off 20 years ago, um, if you have colored backgrounds and then slightly different color laying over the top with pictures, just be careful because it it can put people off having something that is nice and clear. You know, when um, you're selling your house, let me just take this off the feed now. When you're selling a house, they say neutralize it so that people can see themselves in your house. It's a similar thing with your website that unless you are specifically targeting a certain demographic of people that are going to love a certain thing. So, for example, if you focus on maybe doing um, barn weddings, I use it a lot, but I love barn weddings. uh, The background of your website might be a wood effect. Um, And it's not going to put people off that love barn weddings, but it's going to put everyone else off because they're going to be like, oh, this this is a dark, dingy website. You know, whatever it is, you've got to be careful to make sure that your website isn't putting people off as soon as they click onto it. So something that has a nice, clean look um, with a big, bold image that is yours can really, really help and make sure that your fonts are readable and clear and modern. Branding is something that I have spoken about in um, the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors membership. We have a branding module in there that you can go and take. So um, do make sure you sign up for our wait list if you want to get into the Society. We're opening soon, but I'll talk about that another day. Um, just looking at your website again, though, making sure that um, it, it is looking good. Uh, Work with SEO. Work with your SEO. So, you know, you need a great looking website, but you also need it to work for you and working for you means the SEO needs to be good. So your images need to be good quality, but small. Um, So definitely talk to somebody like Judith Ready Steady Websites. She can talk to you about how to um, get the best optimized image size for your website so that it loads quickly. Um, Because some people put images up that are far too big. And if you work with um, a wedding photographer and they give you images straight off the bat, these could be like five MB images. And if you try and load them on your website, they are going to slow your website down so much. You need to read. Size them or you need to ask for them to be optimized for website size when you ask for them so that um, they're not too big. And then I would say change up your homepage images every three to four months. And the reason I say this is because you're always getting in a new lot of um, potential clients coming to your website and you get repeat returners. So if somebody is uh, has just got engaged. They might come to your website and they might note it down somewhere. Oh, I really liked that person. I'm I'm gonna sort of earmark that for later. But they're not actually going to start planning their wedding for sort of twelve months. They might then come back to your website six months later and just check out what you're doing. And if it's the same as it was before they're going to maybe think that you're not working anymore. And this is another thing with the sites that look like they were made 10, 20 years ago, is that it's possible that it could make people think that you aren't actually in business anymore because the website looks old or the images are the same as they were the last time they came to your website. Um, So just make sure that you are changing out those images regularly, I would say at minimum every six months. Um, And You're doing different weddings all the time. So you're always going to have different images to use. Um, Do not use stock images. Don't do it. You will be passing off things that are not your work as your own, just by the definition of them being on your website. Now, if you are like for me at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors, I use a combination of photos that I took um, as a wedding photographer and stock imagery but I'm not selling myself as a wedding vendor. So I'm not saying I can make these flowers for you or I can do this makeup for you or anything like that on my website. I'm just using the images to show who the website is for. Um, You are saying that you can provide wedding cakes, for example. So if you put a stock image up of a wedding cake, people are going to assume that you made that wedding cake. And it, it at the very least that you can replicate that wedding cake. And if you can't, then that's false advertising. So don't use stock images. I actually spoke to somebody the other day. She was a florist, absolutely lovely lady, who told me that she actually used to hire a photographer to come with her to setups ups when she was setting up for a wedding to take images for her. And I thought that was an amazing idea. Sometimes it can be difficult to get photos out of the photographer that has taken photos on your wedding day. If you are not in contact with them, if you don't know who they are, if you forget to ask the bride, can be a bit of a mission to get those images. But if you take your own photographer then you're getting personalized images that are just for you. And you can get behind the scenes images, which you can then use for your social media as well. So it's an absolutely fantastic idea. You don't need to do it every single wedding that you do. But if you do it every three to four months, you've got your new images for your website right there. So that would be a really good idea. And just going back to SEO, if your website reads well, to your clients, then that is going to work in your favor, showing your value, because they're seeing the images, they're seeing a modern website, they're seeing what they like, and then they're reading also good copy. Good copy is really important on your website. So, definitely um, look at working with somebody if copy is not your strong point. Um, but particularly for the SEO side of it, because you don't want your website to read like a textbook for Google. Um, you want it to read well for your clients. But what you want in there is to have it optimised for Google. So Google will come to your website. It will read all the words on it and it will store them in a folder. And when somebody types in, you know, wedding cake maker in Essex, um, It's going to trawl all the thousands and thousands and thousands of sites that it has that are based in Essex. And then it's going to look for cakes and it's going to find all the websites that have got those keywords in it. And it's going to bring them up and show them. And obviously you want your website to show under that search. So you need to make sure that you are getting your keywords into your copy. It's complicated. It's not the easiest of things. I'm not going to say that it is. But if you work with somebody who um, is a website expert, um, then they will be able to help you make sure that your copy is doing its best job for you um, in portraying that to your clients and to Google. So the second thing is social media. So social media, make sure you are showing up and that you're showing up regularly. This doesn't mean that you have to do it every day. um, But be consistent, have good quality images and interesting captions. Show your value by showing your work and sharing your clients reactions to it. So you could get a photo, get somebody to take a photo of you unveiling a wedding cake your clients and capturing that that first view of the cake and what that looks like. Now, I would say there's a few times that we've had that when the bride is getting ready at the venue um, that the cake maker has come and done that and the bride has actually come down to see the cake once it's been put in place. So you could do that. Um, You could uh, talk to Uh, The venue and ask them if they would be able to capture that image. Now, I know most people are really busy on the wedding day, but if they have a coordinator that can just whip out a phone and take a picture as they're seeing that cake for the first time, or you could hang around um, to see that or come back to capture that image there is lots of different ways you can do it. Um, Or you could even have them come to the shop the day before to see the cake and uh, approve it. You know, there's all sorts of ways you can do it. Um, But capturing that first look of the product or service that you are providing for them would be a great option if it's an option for you. Um, But you can also then share their testimonials. So share an image of the cake that you made and then share the testimonial that you collected from them after the wedding. So you don't like I said you don't have to do it every day but you do need to show up and share. I know that during high season it's really difficult to do that and to sort of be committed but if you commit to posting three times a week you can do that. Like I go through my social media for the whole month and I get it scheduled in one afternoon. So if you needed to do say July and August, because those are your busiest months, you could sit there and spend a day and get something up for three days a week so that there is constantly something coming up, even when you're not active. Because although you can always use your stories, and I really do advocate for using stories for behind the scenes, on the go, what's going on right then and there. If you have a wall that hasn't had anything on it for a a couple of months, people are like but but I want to see more you know a story is 24 hours it's a five second clip 15 second clip whatever and it's gone and they go to your social to see what else you've been up to lately and if there hasn't been anything posted in the last month they're like well what's going on there's a disconnect so if you can schedule things to go up if there's three things going up a week, that is more than enough for your account to stay and look active and for people to get that touch point. I don't know what it is, but when I go to an Instagram account, I want to see the latest post and I want to see that it was within the last week. If it's like a month ago, I'm like, leave it. I feel like the person's like, just in their stories and they're not actually active on their account I just you know you can share your stories from Facebook directly onto your Instagram they might not even be there just shows that you're still around and people can connect to you if you haven't posted for a long time they might not reach out in Instagram messages because they feel like you're not there so that's just an idea I absolutely love to batch schedule my social media it takes so much pressure off so it's definitely a good thing to do um let's have a look where are we uh, da, 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 da. so yeah so yesterday we talked about pricing on your website whether that was a yes or a no and i said that from my point of view i feel like the minimum you should have prices starting from and the average client spends This is certainly going to give them the expectations for your pricing and let them know um, what they can be expecting when they come through your door. But also you need to make sure that your systems are in place. So remember I said make it easy for them to work with you. And this is all part of providing that value. If they fill in your contact form and they get an immediate email response telling them, exactly what to expect from you so you know we answer emails between x and x we will reply to emails within 24 hours 48 hours between in those times if you email on a friday afternoon please do not expect a response until monday afternoon something like that Um, then that simple email can add so much value compared to vendors that don't send out anything so they email three cake makers. I don't know why I'm, I'm really honing in. You know what it is. I'm trying to be really good and um, health conscious of late. And I can't remember the last time I had cake. So I think that's why I'm talking about cake a lot today. Um, But if they email three cake makers and two of them don't respond and one sends a immediate response, setting the expectations and always in that email, you can give them something more. Um, So, you know, we'll go back to you in this time. Have you seen our um, Instagram account? We share all of our latest stuff over there. Click here and send them to your Instagram account so they can follow you over there. Then you've given them something. You might have a brochure, you know, um, thanks for connecting. We'll get back to you. Here's our brochure. We'll respond, you know, and give them something. And the other two haven't. They're going to be more connected and engaged with you when you respond on the Monday um, than with the other two. If they don't hear from them for three days, then you may have already responded to them within that time anyway, um, which is going to put you above on the pecking order. But also they already had an email straight away from you setting the expectations. And that is going to have them feel safe and secure knowing that if they were to work with you, they're going to get that kind of level of customer service. And that's a really good thing for them to have. Um, Just that no like and trust factor is really, really important. And that kind of immediate response can really help to solidify that. So show your value by having a good modern website that is easy to navigate, that showcases your work beautifully, Have it um, showing your current work and make sure that your SEO is doing its thing. Um, Use your social media to showcase your personality and your work in real time. So couples get to know, like and trust you. Think about setting price expectations on your site from having that, you know, prices start from and average client spends and make your systems work for you. Um, and create that excellent customer experience from the start. So that is it for me this evening, guys. I hope that helped and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now.